It is Thursday, May 11th, 2023. This is another edition of Baseball Today, presented to you by MLB Nine Innings. That is my man, Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose. Light day on the baseball schedule today, Plouffe. What about producer Dan? Oh, producer, shit! Producer oh Dan's along goodness. for the ride. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> Dude, I wow, got to get my thing in. Smoke. I know. My God. Sorry about that. I don't know where my head's at. It's all over the place. You know, I got a lot of things going on today. So that's, I apologize. I got the NFL schedule head. release. I've got uh, the BattleBots playoffs continuing. Still got to obviously keep my eye on baseball. So there's just a, man, those are excuses though. I just wasn't good enough out of the game. You all right? Sorry, yeah. No, I'm good. No, I said you're I'm all good. right. Not like, are you all right? You're all right, man. Oh, uh, thank you. I'm all right because today's episode is sponsored by MLB 9 Innings has a wide variety of game modes from league mode where users play through an entire season to live play-by-play. They have over 2,000 player cards to collect and use on your dream roster, which are the most up-to-date rosters, also the most up-to-date team logos, ballparks, and unis. And they're introducing new historic players to MLB 9 innings, which include Hall of Famers Larry Walker, Walter Johnson, Hank Aaron, Mike Schmidt, Trevor Hoffman, and more. So we want you to download and play MLB 9 Innings 23 today with the link in the description. And, oh, by the way, speaking of, today is the last day you can get in your question, our MLB 9 Innings Question of the Week, which we will reveal on tomorrow's show. If we pick yours and use it, you will become rich, famous, and the owner of a Baseball Today t-shirt that fits. Okay, so get it in today on our social media channels. Thank you. All right. Luffy, second time in less than a week. The Rays and Yankees will go at it this time in New York. Tampa took two of three last weekend down in St. Pete. After this weekend, these two will be more than halfway done with their season series. So will we see a more playoff-type baseball over the next four days because of the series' importance? Now, before the show started, I said, Chris, I don't know how to answer your first questions. I'm not sure what you mean by playoff type baseball. Do you mean we're bringing in our best bullpens, maybe back to back to back days? Do you mean the crowd atmosphere? Uh, I'm not really sure. I don't think we're going to use our bullpens like that. I don't think we're going to tax our guys and 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 have ups and downs and, and all that stuff. I think we're going to approach it just okay, like so a regular you know what? series. Yeah. Let, let me stop you because that's a fair question. I guess the question is, how important is this? Because these two teams won't see each other until after the trade deadline after this. I mean, it's important because, you know, we have this gap in the standings between these two teams. And anytime you face a team, look, it can go one of two ways. With a four-game series, I think, you know, most of the time, it's very hard to win a four-game series. We talk about that on this show all the time. So a split I think both these teams would take at this time right now. Uh, but I'm excited to see. I, as far as like atmosphere in the Bronx, I think it's going to be great this week, and I really do. We have some really good pitching matchups. I think everybody in the baseball world understands what the Rays have been doing um, this year. And I think the Yankees uh, Yankees fans are excited. Like we have Judge back. Like I said, we have some really good pitching matchups. So I think the, the atmosphere is going to be electric. But I do believe both these teams will just kind of approach this as another regular season series. Are they going to go out there and try to win three or four? Of course. Uh, but I don't think we're going to see anything extra as far as like bullpen usage or maybe, you know, letting the starter stay in longer because he's, you know, cruising. I think we're going to stick to what, you know, the standards that both these teams have set as far as regular season games. Well, and it's interesting. So this weekend, 
the Yankees will have Aaron Judge, which was a guy they didn't have last weekend. And you heard some rumblings of people saying, well, listen, Yankee fans, I was fine with losing two out of three, but we didn't have Aaron Judge. We basically won that third game anyway. We had it 6 nothing, and Garrett Cole, how many times is he going to blow a six-run lead? Wait, a Yankee That's Yankees I mean, fan said that? I, a smattering. I I'm not going to say a majority. Okay. But I'm going to say that some felt like, hey, we we played okay. <laughs> so we played the best team in baseball kind of nose-to-nose. What it, it, Here's what's interesting. We have spent a lot of time the first seven weeks of the season discussing the Yankees' injury woes, which have been significant. I'm not going to downplay those. Tampa has lost some people, too, right? Sure. Tyler Glass now has not thrown a pitch yet. He got pulled from his rehab start after one inning last night. Jeffrey Springs is done for the year, who was off to a phenomenal start. So, you know, at some point, maybe we'll be discussing those sort of issues as well. They have not been as plentiful as New York's uh, you know, hospital room when it comes to baseball. But who knows? It might be a part of the narrative at some point. I will say this. I am looking forward to this because I think some of the stars will shine. I think Rosarena li- lives for moments against the Yankees. I think Wander Franco is a guy that really loves that sort of stuff. And Aaron Judge, I dug into his numbers last night. Did you know that against American League East competition, he has his lowest OPS plus and his fewest number of homers against the Tampa Bay Rays? I did not know that. It's not, it's not surprising to me, though, just knowing yeah. you know, what they have there. And by the way, I didn't say they were bad numbers. I just said they were lowest, lowest. of when he faces the other four teams in the division. What's your favorite matchup um, for pitchers? I'll go first. I mean, Nestor and McClanahan, they missed both of them missed the last series. Nestor yep. had like strep throat or something like that. I, I love that right. matchup. I want to see Nestor return to form and McClanahan yeah. keep doing his thing. Uh, but lefty, lefty, I like that, man. I do. Saturday night, right? No, Saturday day game. Yeah, day game. There hasn't been a, a better first half pitcher than McClanahan the last two years in baseball. So we'll see if he continues that. And and Nestor has not been what he was last year for the most part, for the most part. You know, he's couple, had a couple of tough starts, a couple of tough starts. Right. But it's going to be a fun series. Uh, Dodgers wrapped up their road trip with impressive four and two stint through San Diego and Milwaukee. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, seven more great innings for the win Wednesday. Is the future Hall of Famer back to elite status? Has he ever left elite status? I'm serious. Like, yeah, I I just think that, I mean, briefly, this guy has been so good for so long. It's why I question why he signs one-year deals every single year. Uh, but watching him in that game, I mean, he, he's got all his stuff. Uh, guys are chasing at alarming rate. He's 92, 92nd percentile in chase rate. Uh, he's not walking anybody. Uh, guys are not hitting the ball hard against him. Uh, it's just typical Clayton Kershaw, man. I love watching him pitch. And you know, we're seeing these guys continue to go deeper and deeper into their 30s. Clayton Kershaw is only 35 years old. I feel like people think he's like like a Verlander or Scherzer up there like 39, 40. He's not. I, I believe that Clayton Kershaw, if he wants to, can pitch at this level for another four years. I mean, we're seeing truly one of the great pitchers of all time right in front of our eyes. And man, uh, you got to give him the respect. He, he's doing it this year and he looks great. Phenomenal. I think it's so wonderful. But, you know, you asked if he had left the elite status. I mean, elite to me means top five pitcher in the sport. Okay. Isn't that what it means to you? 
I don't know. I mean, there's so many pitchers. Five seems small, but I know what you're saying. Maybe he's not at the the elite elite, but this guy's definitely pitching close to it. I mean, if you go just look at his numbers. Hold on. When we talk about elite, how many people do you want to let into the elite club? As far as starting pitchers, think about it, Rosie. There's yeah. 150 Elite. starting. There's 150 starting pitchers at any given time, right. In the big leagues, so I mean, you can't yes. say five. That's ridiculous. Of course you can. That's the top Why? two and a half percent. Because that's the top two and a half percent. What is this top profession. gun, bro? Hey, right. Beat it. Most of you don't five have what it takes. Like, give me to top stay ten. Here. I think top ten's elite. And I don't know if Kershaw is a top ten pitcher right now in baseball, but. I'm telling you, man, you ask me for one game who I want in the mound. He might be one of the top 10 pitchers I, I pick. I'm not sure. I have to go over and check everybody, but I love watching the guy pitch. And there's no denying that on any given day, he can be one of those elite guys. Can we try and define what elite is in the sports world? So are you saying it's top 10, top 5%? Because if it's top 5%, then that's. Is that 5%, 10, 10 out of 150? I don't know the math on that. Yes, well, 10 out of 150 is 5%. Okay. I'm not sure that's the right math, but uh, we have, I mean, has anyone ten. defined it? No, What's your I definition? Mean, it's, it's, Five out of... That I'm is elite. Math right go, go ahead. You're, you're going to test me on my math? What am what are you finding out? It's more than that. What is? It's six and two thirds percent. What top ten is? Yes. Out of one fifty? Yeah. I just did the math, bro. Ten divided by one fifty equals. Oh yeah, it is. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yes. So, yeah, my you know, bad. Okay, still. How did we get here? Well, we got here because we're trying to uh, figure out what elite status is. Here's the point. Clayton Kershaw is is great um, by any metric you want to use, even if you want to use your old school wins, which people don't want to do, but he is number one in the National League in that. He's top 10 in whip, uh, top 10 in innings pitched, which is a big deal for me, top 10 in strikeouts. Like you, you kind of forget that you look at Kershaw – and earlier in his career, when he was throwing, you know, his average heater of almost 95, you know, here he is getting a dozen strikeouts. He doesn't do that as much anymore. You know, his average fastball velo is a tick over 91, I think. Something like that is four-seamer. Um, but he's still getting it done. And there aren't – he's not – nobody's going to outsmart him. Nobody's going to outthink him in that batter's box. We got we got to just figure out who your elite pitchers are because you're going to find that you're going to be leaving some elite pitchers out of your elite list. Mm. Top of your head, okay. quick. Garrett Cole, is he elite? Yes. Uh, Sandy in yes. Miami. Uh, Luis Castillo. Yeah. Is Otani elite? Mm-hmm. Um, who else are we going here? Verlander. I mean, okay, say Verlander. That's five right there. You're leaving a yes. lot of meat on the bone there, C. Rose. Okay, so if we go 10, then we've got Corbin Burns, Zach Gallen, 
Yeah, I mean, you're leaving exactly. Look at those two guys you just left. I I know, but but now I'm you know do we do we put McClanahan Zach Gallon's in elite? The elite Zach Gallon is elite. Zach Gallon is elite. Do we put McClanahan in that area? He's been elite. I don't know. I mean, oh, I'm not man. putting anybody from Baltimore or Boston uh, or Toronto um, right now or San Diego or San Francisco or Colorado. Well, San Francisco, I mean, Logan Webb is is not elite. No, Logan Webb's a great, great Have you seen pitcher. what he's been doing this year? He's been elite. Yeah. Oh, oh man. So you're, you're tough. You're a tough cookie, bro. But that's the whole point of the word elite. I want the best. I think best. you're leaving elite pitchers out. <laughs> That's what I think. This just got really weird, and, and I proved once again that my math sucks. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what's happening this Sunday, Ploof? Tell me. Mother's Day. Yes. See, I a lot of that. you out there are probably like Ploof, and you're like, oh, shit, it is Mother's Day. Well, we are here to save gotcha. your behind. Because let Lightbox lab-grown diamonds do all of the work. They make lab-grown diamonds that you will love with pricing that you understand. They got everything in the repertoire. Sparkly studs to brilliant necklaces. The gems are ideal, and they're going to make mom or your spouse go, oh, my God, you love me. It's a guaranteed win for you, and more importantly, a guaranteed win for her because it is her special day. Take care of her. Forget about the flowers. Forget about the perfume. Get her a card. But also get Lightbox lab-grown diamonds. Use the promo code BASEBALLTODAY10. You're going to get 10% off your purchase. So once again, that is Lightbox lab-grown diamonds. Code word BASEBALLTODAY10 for 10% off your purchase. Do your shopping right now. Let's go get it, people. It is this Sunday. It is not too late. You will feel better, and most importantly, you will make her feel special. Got it? Go ahead, caller. Ramber Valdez, elite. Sonny Gray, elite. Come on, man. Sonny Gray is pitching great. He's pitching elite. There's a difference. Right now. Yes, he's pitching elite, but I can't say. Like, Zach Gallon's been doing this for the better part of a full year where he has been unbelievable in every start. Virtually. Let's move on. Agree to disagree. I am wearing a Tigers hat today. Not because I lost a bet because they won the series against my Cleveland Guardians. (laughs) But because Eduardo Rodriguez continues to be elite and dominate. (laughs) He pitched shutout ball against Cleveland. Tigers have won three straight series over the Guardians, the Cardinals, and the Mets. They are second in the AL Central. In a so-so division, is Detroit a team to keep your eyes on this year? I think this is more them just playing a nice stretch of ball against some teams that are kind of not playing so good at ball. Like, I want to give it to the Tigers. I want to say that they can compete in this division. We just talked about the NL Central yesterday. We said four teams can compete in it because it's a down year. Uh, You can definitely say that about the AL Central as well. But just when I look at the Tigers and, and kind of what they're offering right now, I mean, the offense is just 100% not there. And then if you take Erod out of that rotation, you know, nothing's happening there. So it's really hard for me to say, yeah, they're going to compete for an AL Central title. And we know that most likely, 
only one team out of this division is going to get into the playoffs. I don't think there's going to be a wild card team from this division unless something drastic happens. I do want to talk about Erod a little bit. He has been elite. He's second in the league only to Fran Valdez in innings pitched, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. He's only had one start where he hasn't gotten through seven innings, which is, which is great. And I've faced this guy a lot. And the one thing about him is you think you're going up there having a chance, like, at least for me. I loved facing him in my mind. But then every single game, I'd walk back and go to the clubhouse like, I'm 0 for 3 or 0 for 4, and I don't know what happened. But he just is kind of relentless with how he pitches. You know, he's he's he has taken uh, – excuse me. I'm looking for a word now. I can't figure it out. He's filling the zone up, and he just gets ahead of hitters and makes you just mm-hmm. – he makes you defensive when you feel like you should be offensive against him. So I guess to answer your question, no, I'm – I'd like them to be a team to to watch, but I don't think they're there yet. Uh, the numbers don't support it, and even with this weekend division, I don't think they get there. Uh, I, I would like to follow up with Erod. Last year was bizarre; like he disappeared, and we didn't know where he was for like months. And the Tigers yes. wouldn't say anything. There was something going on, and I certainly hope that whatever it was that he's figured it out because it was much. It had to have been something much bigger than baseball. As far as the baseball player, his last six starts, he's given up two earned runs. In his last six starts combined. But, so that's good news, Tigers fans. And he was phenomenal yesterday against a team that can't hit. If you are going to stay in a division with the rest of the rotation as Lorenzen, Fiedo, Wentz, and Boyd, I mean, I, I don't know how that happens. It certainly isn't going to happen against the Twins. I know that they've got some, you know, staff issues right now, but it's still significantly better than what I just mentioned. The Guardians pitching has been very, very good. They just can't hit where the shit. So if they hit a little bit, then they're going to be able to win at least some games. With the Tigers, like, you look at them and you're like, well, what do they do well? Well, Baez has played well ever since that base running gap and benching up in Toronto. So he's played better. But they don't have a guy with more than 100 at-bats that has a 700 OPS or higher. They don't scare you offensively. They just Mm -hmm. kind of figure out a way. And now, listen, it's good. They've got some young players, and they're maybe believing in themselves. But I can't believe it that in August or September we would still be talking about the Tigers. I just can't. I agree. It's interesting. I'm on Erod's uh, baseball savant page and everything kind of checks out when I think about him as a pitcher, a soft contact King, he's a 91st percentile in hard hit percentage, uh, 90th percentile in average exit velocity. So he's listing soft contact at a, a really high clip here. The one thing that's a little strange to me is when I think about his fastball, I think, man, I think he's got some light, some late life on it. It's got some ride on it. He knows how to place it, uh, but he's only 36 percentile in fastball spin. You know, when Surprising you read off those to numbers, it's like when I used to take my kids to the doctor and they're like, oh, he's 81st percentile in height and 76th in weight. Where it takes me back to. You don't, like, you don't like that at all? I mean, those are good numbers. When you're talking about, you know, in the 90th percentile in, in contact rate, that's what you want as a pitcher, I think, almost more than anything. Uh, but the fastball spin surprised me a lot. By the way, I don't know what percentage I, I am in weight. Not good. Kenley Jansen. How about this? He threw his three fastest pitches since 2016. That happened last night en route to career save number 400. And he did it against one of his former teams in the Atlanta Braves. 
A few weeks ago, remember on this show, we talked about his Hall of Fame chances. Now I'm going to spin it a little differently. When I bring up the name Kenley Jansen, do you think most people think underappreciated or overrated? Oh, shoot. Um, I will talk as far as like an L.A. fan would talk because that's what okay. I hear mostly or have heard mostly uh, of talking about Kenley. I know he's played for a couple of different teams after the Dodgers, but his legacy is with the Dodgers. For the most part, I think L.A. fans appreciate him the right way. I mean, how could you not? 350 saves with the Dodgers, I believe. Um, he's Eric Gagne, who Dodgers fans like adore and like talk very highly about, only had 161 saves. So like this guy's by far the greatest closer in Dodgers history. It's not even close. Uh, but the caveat being he struggled in the World Series with them. So like I heard many times people talk about Kenley in a negative fashion in LA. And it's kind of crazy to me because they, they almost get that way with Kershaw. Sometimes you have to appreciate the greatness that this guy has. I mean, I think he's a hall of Famer. We talked about that on the show. Uh, his numbers supported as well. I think the hall just needs to get into tune with how they treat relievers. Um, so I think as far as in LA, I think it's like a mixed bag. I think he's appreciated, but maybe not appreciated enough. I don't think he's, underappreciated i just don't think he's appreciated enough and maybe that's the same thing and maybe i don't know what i'm talking about i think uh the word that most people would throw in the discussion when discussing kenley jansen is but he's good but and then they'd follow it up with something because people can't stand for the most part can't stand their closers why? Because it's the end of the game. Like, you'll tend to forget what happened in the sixth or seventh inning because there's still a few innings left. But this is the end of the train here, right? This is we are close to winning in a – we're getting ready to play that last song and slap five and be happy and I'll see you tomorrow and all that sort of stuff. And then there's a handful of times a year where that shit gets snatched away from you. And you're like, oh, my God, if we had just won that one game against the Giants. Mm-hmm. that our closer blue, you know, like that's, that's your memory. You don't ever remember all the great stuff that they do, but you sure as hell remember the shit that they blow. So of course he's going to be underappreciated. That's the job description, to be honest with you. How many, who likes their closer? Go ask baseball yeah. fans. Are you satisfied with your closer? 98% of them will say, hell no. It depends on what time of year it is. Like, has the guy been on a, a run or has he blown a few saves? That's the thing. Like, you're totally right. It's almost like a – not like a kicker in, in the NFL, but similar fashion where we don't appreciate them uh, unless they kick a game winner or and then if they miss one, we're pissed at them. But everything else in between we're kind of indifferent about. I feel like that's kind of how uh, relieving options go with, in the big leagues as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate Kenley. Uh, I face him. I know what he can do. And you just look at the numbers and how could you not? But I, but that is the human psyche. Like we do tend to remember, I remember Kershaw in the postseason giving up that home run and going down to a knee. And a lot of Dodgers fans remember that as well, but like the body of work, and I don't know why I brought Kershaw into this, but the body of work between Kershaw and Kenley, I mean, they're just incredible. And not only that, Kenley pitched. I mean, look at the number of times that he would pitch at least 65 games in a career, right? 
in a season. 65, 75, 68, 71, 65, 69, 69, 65. That is dependable. You know, you're not, he had obviously that health scare with his heart, but other than that, he has really been a dependable guy. No question about it. All right. Today's episode, Baseball Today, sponsored by these guys right here at Shady Rays. I want you to take on the sun with the gear that is built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades at a very affordable price. They offer world-class product just as good as any expensive pair. And guess what? They're going to keep money in your pocket. And that is not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in the history of eyewear. Every pair of these bad boys is backed by lost and broken replacements, which means if you sit on these in your car, if you lose them in the ocean, if you forget them on a trip, even on day one of purchase, you call them up, I broke them. They say, no worries. We have your address on file, Mr. Rose. We're going to send you out a pair as quickly as we can. It'll be there. No time. You'll pop them back on that pretty little face of yours, and you'll be off and running. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the season. Head on over to ShadyRays.com. Use the code word TODAY for 50% off two-plus pair of polarized shades. That is 50% off two-plus pair of polarized shades when you use the code word TODAY at ShadyRays.com. You look like a million bucks mm. without spending it. Did you sit on those Free. shady rays with your fat ass? Is that what happened? Why are you picking on me, dude? <laughs> Before we get out of here, tip of the cap to the Miami Marlins. Yuri Perez, who's one of the top prospects in baseball, is going to make his major league debut on Friday. Tall drink of water, can fire the ball. They sat him down in the office in the minor leagues. Uh, they wanted to go over some video on the iPad, and there's Sandy interrupting things, saying, well, I'm going to have to see your face every day since you're now going to be my teammate. Welcome to the show, kid, which was awesome. Well, well done. Tip of the cap to the Marlins. Who would you like to get on a live Zoom with to give you some good news in your life? Oh, anybody? I thought you meant baseball players with this question. because I have say that. Oh, shoot. My answer would have been different. I have in my mind, I was like, Chris, I don't know a lot of minor league dudes. So uh, to give them the call, I was going to say Pete Crow Armstrong because he's my guy and I'm absolutely in love with him. That is so not I'd love to give him that good news. Okay. So I could, I could do this on the fly. I could do this on okay. the fly. You know who I would really like to give good news to? Yeah. It was good news from who would you like to be on the receiving end? Like, who would you want yeah. to give you some good news? Oh, someone to give me good news. Oh, I messed this yes. whole question up. Oh, God. You want to rethink it? Mm, you go first. Let me think. Okay. Alexandra Daddario. Oh. Hey, girl. What's up? What? Wait a second. Why am I not allowed to do that? Why? What's the matter? Why would you want her to do that? I I was a big fan of White Lotus. I just uh, I thought she was I thought she was outstanding in the first season. Interesting. So, That's an interesting answer. Okay. I may or may not be following her on social media. I don't know. Um we'll see if she's a baseball fan. It's hilarious. So when I was watching, I you know, I I was like, God, she's she's awesome. And Michelle's like, oh, okay. So she started looking at her social media. She goes, oh, by the way, do you know that she married an older man who's right around your age and has a beard? Wow, I didn't know that. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. She's like, oh, by the way, good luck with that. 
If she even knocked on the door and you answered, she would turn and run away fast. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Dare to dream though a little bit. Maybe she's a big uh, BattleBots fan. Could be. Could be. Hmm. Now do you have an answer? Do you want to abstain? I want someone that's gonna like gonna make me feel really good, um, and like kind of like hype me up. And I know this is kind of like I, I maybe consider this a weak answer, but it's kind of true. Like I love talking Jake to give me a call and give me some good news. I thought maybe like, you were gonna have yourself call you. Oh, what is that about? No, 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 no. Jake's a good hype man for me. We we hype each other up back and forth. Oh, and so uh, I would love to get a call from him because usually when he calls me, he's asking for something or, you know, he's trying to complain about something. But this will be a nice change up, him calling me and giving me some good news. So I, I would like that. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. I like that. That question. Well, let me think. Uh, you're basically asking me who I like on this planet, essentially. It's okay, you, you, but you could have it somebody be, uh, who, you know, someone who's a mentor, someone you have a ultimate respect for, somebody who you just want to have a conversation with. That I guess I should have been more specific. I'm sorry. That's my fault. Maybe uh, maybe Jesse Winker, because famously he also told me I wasn't part of the bird gang. So, like, I've always kind of, like, felt like I wasn't cool enough for him. If he called me and gave me some good news, that would, you know, not that I need the ego boost, like you just mentioned, but uh, that'd be nice. Come on, Hang Jesse. In Hang in there, bro. All right, we're back at it again on Friday. Do not to forget to get in your MLB nine innings question of the weekend by tonight on our social media channels, please. There's a tweet out there, Chris Rose Sports. What? What's the deal? What? I just thought of one. What? I love Ali Marmol to give me a call with some good news because that dude needs to cheer up a little bit. <laughs> like, I want that dude to be happy. It's not really for me, that one. It's more for him. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, we'll see if Ali Marmol uh, gets in touch with Ploof tonight. We'll discuss that and more coming up on Friday's show. For our one-of-a-kind producer, Dan Rourke. I'm sorry, I forgot about you at the beginning of the show, buddy. And the always entertaining Trevor Ploof. I am Chris Rose. We'll see you Friday on Baseball Today.